Yeah, it's pervy and then some. Exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. <laughs> and I'm Brandon McKella, your anime smart guy, starring TJ Maori. All right. I don't know a lot about this show. I had to look at what the plot was and then find any reference I could. And it, it applies to smart guy, starring TJ Maori. Cool. Also, uh, if only there was something. an accessible high school show reference you could have made, like anything uh, ever. Punky, Br- no. What's the one Neil Patrick Harris did? Doogie Howser. Doogie Howser. He was a he was a doctor. But it's yeah, about a very young student going up, like being put in a place they don't belong. So that applies. I guess, uh, but still, you're making the strangest reaches. But I mean. I found out T.J. Maori's name isn't just the letter T and the letter J. It's T-A-H-J. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, me neither. Okay. <laughs> Hello, welcome to our show where we immediately alienate the audience with Brendan's references. Hello. <laughs> Except for you, one person that understands it. I don't even know what this one is. This is a short-lived Disney Channel show that... Just, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter in the scope of history. <laughs> so, this week we have a recommendation uh, from AJ Garanos. Uh, we are watching Azumanga Dayo. Yeah, Thanks, which... AJ. Thank you. Uh, we always say it at the end, but I'll add it at the top. If you have recommendations for us, uh, reach out to our Twitter. And, and Brendan just sent us the Wikipedia for Smart Guy. Yeah. <laughs> just wanted everyone to know. I'm not insane. Well, I'm not that insane. It existed. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you can send your recommendations to us on Twitter or email us yet at gmail.com and we'll watch your show. And uh, don't be surprised if we don't. Like it. We love you. <laughs> yeah, we like you plenty. We just don't like your taste in anime. <laughs> to be it's f- happened before, it will happen again. <laughs> to be fair, sometimes we don't like each other's taste in anime, so it's not you particularly. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But <laughs> yeah. we still all like each other, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see. So, this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I assume everyone at this point has listened to last week's episode, so you know already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remove it from my brain. <laughs> so, uh, we're we're watching a, a cute little high school uh, comedy show. Yeah. Uh, it was released in, I believe, 2004. There are 26 episodes total. Uh, and it seems it seems cute and fun. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I've I've seen clips here and there on the internet throughout my years, but I've never felt compelled to watch it. I've seen memes of it a lot. I've seen like yeah, people taking it and you know photoshopping it or Snoop Dogg and turning it into a weed reference <laughs> uh, a lot with this show. So I I only know it in the corner of my mind, and I never actually knew the name of it, so I couldn't watch it if I did. All I know is there's a young child prodigy that you know is a ten year old who gets bumped up to high school, and that's all I got. Hmm. Yeah, there's like a weird yellow cat mascot that I feel like I've seen in a lot of places, but uh, beyond that, I know nothing. Going in blind. Hooray! The blind leading the blind. So, uh, we have uh, our first three episodes that we're going to watch. Let's get turnt and learnt. What a romp. I don't like the opening. I'm going to say that right away. The opening music to this show is very unsettling to me, and I fucking do not like it at all. (laughs) It reminds me of, like, a badass trip with clowns in Japan. Like, it just, I don't like this music at all. 
and I yeah, want to get that immediately up front. I don't really um, remember it all that well, honestly, because it's forgettable. It's not that good. It's. it's I pretty thought stupid. it was fine, but I. It is a long opening. It's a minute yeah. thirty seconds yeah. for this opening song. And I definitely like, watched it in the first episode because I had to, and then just skipped the rest. I forced myself to watch it every time because I forget what show it was. There was another show where I was like, "Oh, I didn't like it in the first episode," but by the third, I liked the opening. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, maybe mm-hmm. it'll, maybe in my opinion, it'll change." No, I really don't like that music. The opening, like visuals and stuff, is is fine. It introduces the characters, nothing special, but that music is horrifying. <laughs> We're off to a great start. I just, Woo! sorry. That was my immediate impression with the show at the beginning. Uh, so episode one, we open with the, just a few kids walking to school, getting ready for school. That's why you walk to it with school. Sorry, it's been a long sorry, weekend for all of us. Sorry, where are they heading? <laughs> We're going to be kind of <laughs> all over the place. It's It's been a weekend and a half for us. Um, and we hear someone practicing baseball, just like hitting baseballs at practice, I suppose. And we get a few different clips of people walking, and we see the title of the show, Up in the Sky, and one of the baseball hits it and knocks it over. So I was like, ah, we're going to get that fourth wall meta humor. Yay! Woo! And we see, uh, presumably a teacher, biking to school, and her chain comes off her bike, and she's all pissed off, saying like, ah, goddamn, I'm going to be late now. And uh, we see a student also biking to school, and like, oh, jeez, I'm going to be late on my first day. Oh, who's that? That's the teacher. And he stops to help, and he's like, well, I can't be late if there's a teacher with me. Like, that'll be my excuse. Ha ha. And he sees her, and he's like, oh, your chain just fell off here. I can help you with that. By the way, Mrs. Teacher, and he turns around, and she stole his bike, and his bike to school on his bike. <laughs> just, Love it. <laughs> she's got no time to waste, and no shits to give. And uh, that's when we see uh, she's... Uh, gets to school and Amelia just runs into class saying like, alright students, first day uh, we're going to be going over the stuff and a student raises his hand and like, oh excuse me, Mrs. Uh, what's her name? Yakari? Her first name is Yukari. Yukari? I forget what her last name is. Yeah, everyone just calls her Yukari so that's how we'll refer to her. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh Miss Yukari? And she's like, oh stop. I, it's such an appropriate question. I can't I can't tell you my measurements here on the first day in front of everyone. How inappropriate. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, she immediately starts talking about, like, her measure- measurements. Being like, oh, I'm not, like, outlandishly large. But, like, I'm a good shape. These are good measurements. I think I'm a good shape for a teacher and all this. And the student's just kind of like, oh, um, cool. You're in the wrong class. This isn't your class. You teach the other class. She's like, great. And runs over to the next class. It's kind of like, all right, this... This is, this is a weird show. She's so funny. <laughs> she is, like, manic as hell. I love her. She is hopped up on something. Yes, uh, alcohol. <laughs> I I want to point out something I really appreciated for this show. Um, she is uh, the school's English teacher. Oh, okay. Uh, but to represent, because I was watching all three episodes dubbed. Yeah, I did dub, sub, dub. I just did dubbed. I mean, subbed, sorry. Oh. Uh, but yeah, in in the dub, uh, since she's the English teacher, but she's speaking English, whenever she slips into speaking a different language, they make it Spanish. <laughs> That's yeah. just the so Occasionally, too. she just speaks in Spanish to represent her speaking in English in a Japanese classroom. <laughs> and I thought that was fun. <laughs> That's great. That's very confusing, though, but it's it's, it's an interesting take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Oh, also, when we get, like, a shot of the school, we just saw that weird cat thing flying outside of it. That was odd. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so after Yukari goes to her right class, uh, she also introduces the new transfer student. Check that off. Um, and it's Chio, who is, uh, you know, titular main character. Well, not titular. But no one's titular. The- no one's titular. Apparently, the title of the show is actually based off the author's name. So it's oh. just like Great King hmm. and then whatever his name is. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's an interesting title. Um, but yes, Chio is the main character and she is 10 years old and is smart enough to be in high school. So she got transferred up. She is the smart guy. She is the TJ Mowry of the show. And- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. Yep. Tie it in, Brendan. Tie it in however you can. I try. I try to make it make sense for me and no one else. 
Don't you justify your mistakes here. (laughs) (laughs) And in this class, we see Chio talking with another student. And I guess they're saying something. But this part wasn't translated for me in the video I watched. So I don't know what they were saying. In the subs, they just, there was no audio. They were just like talking. But, but like, there was no it audio. wasn't important, so I guess we just don't get to hear it. Okay, so, so yeah, I guess it was a source thing and not like a bad dub. Yeah, we we were yeah, hypothesizing like weird, like, before. Okay, yeah, it's just like a weird transition scene that lasted a little too long, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, weird. Um, but then uh, the teacher comes up and it's like, "Oh, good job, uh, Chio! Like you're you're asking help like on your first date. You know, you're not afraid to ask for help when you need it." And so when the other student just kind of like starts crying, and she's like, no, Chia was actually helping me. So she's asking both the new student and the 10-year-old to help her out with whatever this was. And then we get, like, some old dude outside makes, like, a weird reaction face or something. And then we see Chio just, like, doing a little cooking segment. And she- I love him. Her little song. Yeah, she sings this little song and, like, cooks... I already forget what it was. Cooks something right the first time, and then the second thing she cooks was wrong. And then... That's it. So I guess this is, like, a commercial bumper. Yeah, it's just a very weird interstitial that ties into nothing. Yeah. And I was very confused. And uh, then the teacher... Oh. Oh, shit, I mixed it up. Uh, This is where they're practicing whatever they're doing. Uh, Anyway, so it cuts back... After the cooking segment, and uh, she was having lunch with some new friends, talking like, "Oh, join us! You know, we can get to know you better." And she was talking about like, "Oh, it's so much different being in high school, and you have to, you know, get up early, and I have to make my own lunch. So I have to get up even earlier." And they're kind of blown away, like, "Oh, you made your own lunch!" And then she opens it up, and it's like adorable, and you know, you get the standard little octopus hot dog, like the hot dog cut into the shape of an octopus. And they're like, oh, "It's cute too! Like she can do both!" Like, God, this <laughs> student really is a prodigy. And uh, now Gio's doing this like string, or another student was doing like this that string thing, like the cat's cradle and all that. And she walks by, and it's like, "Oh, can I see?" And does was it the bridge to the palace or something? I don't know what the fuck this thing is. I don't yeah. know the names. Mm. But she's able to do a configuration with the string, and I guess it's difficult. And we're like, wow, you can do that too? And the student with the glasses is like, oh, Chia, you're good at everything. She's like, no, no, I'm not good at everything. I'm bad at tongue twister, see? And just starts babbling in the, some sort of tongue twister. <laughs> and it's just like, it's almost incoherent, but it's just like, oh, she's like a young child, and she's got that like little kid lisp. So they're just like, it's adorable, even if it's not right. And then we get to another class, and there's a teacher in the front yelling at all the students, saying, like, who didn't do their homework? I'm sick of this bullshit. Get up to the front of the class. And everyone that didn't do their homework lines up, and he kind of just has a rolled-up, like, book and just bops them on the head, like, going down the line. And then he gets to Chia, who I guess didn't do her homework. And she just starts crying and is kind of, like, apologizing. Like, I'm sure I'll try and do better. I'll make sure I don't mess up again. Please don't be mad at me. He's just, he's just kind of, like, sighs. It's just like, and then hits her on the head still. It's just like, I guess it didn't <laughs> just win a Just a light bonk. Yeah, he's got a little tap. It didn't stop him from hitting her, but, you know, it's not, it's not hard. It's a tap. And then we get another. Yeah. Fair uh, treatment. We, yeah. we should establish now, before we get in much further, there's not really narrative here <laughs> no it's this, a lot of it's, it's like uh kobayashi drag me where it's like a lot of smaller scenes and it's kind of just yeah. sporadic and jumps around a lot yeah just a loose framework of these girls are in high school mm-hmm. that's about all we got and <laughs> it's not our notes i swear it's the show it's show that's confusing not us <laughs> and, for once we didn't do a bad job <laughs> <laughs> And then we get another little cooking transition thing. And she, like, makes cakes, cookies. And then she's, like, talking to the camera. Like, all right, now we get to set them all up. And then you see the two other girls in the back just immediately eating all the cakes and cookies. And that happens. Uh, Then we're back to Chio in class collecting career questionnaires. Sure. I guess it's just whatever the students want to do for careers after they graduate. And as she's collecting Mm -hmm. them all, she goes up to... She says, a scary person. And she's kind of intimidated by her. And when she collects her questionnaire, it's like a vet. And then it's like a stuffed animal. 
seller? I forget already. But it, it, all the jobs it's, were related to I can to tell you. Oh, okay. It's veterinarian, mm-hmm. florist, oh. and stuffed animal store owner. Oh, okay. So they weren't all animals like I thought. Um, no. But, but they're all very kind and gentle careers for as scary as this person is. And, I mean, she's just a tall girl, and she's just kind of quiet. She's not, like, really intimidating, but everyone else seems to think she's... So... She's the cool girl. Yeah. The, the intimidation mysterious. is just how laid back and mysterious and cool she is. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see that cool girl in the locker room getting chained for gym class, and there's two other girls in the background who are kind of gushing about how cool she is. And we find out her name is Sukaki. And she's like the coolest girl in the class. And she, like she's so cool, and they're just gushing over. And uh, as they're getting changed, one of them like blushes, and we just get like a shot of like a little cat, like out of nowhere. She's like, "Oh, I saw something cute." It's like, "Okay." I am. Hmm. Here's what I'm assuming. Yeah. The cute cat was on Sakaki's underwear. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So she saw it, and she was like. <gasps> She likes cute things. Yeah, she, she was surprised someone so cool and kind of intimidating with like cute, you know, cat underwear. But I just, I don't know. They made a weird way of, I guess, explaining that or showing that. If that is what happened, I'm just not sure 100%. Um, and after class, that blushing girl goes, I don't think we ever get a name for this girl. At least not in these episodes. I I just don't remember anyone's name. I remember <laughs> Sakaki and Yukari. But other than that. Yeah, I think at some point they flash people's names in Japanese, but at least for the dub of this episode, it wasn't translated. I got name names with those, but I just didn't write them down, so... Because I was like, I'm not going to remember all of who everyone is anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about them if they're important. Yeah. Yeah. We give them nicknames anyway. Uh, after class, the like blushing girl who saw the cute thing comes up to Sakaki and is talking about like, "Oh, are you in any clubs?" I, you know, I, I'm in the astronomy club and it's like pretty cool. We look at like stars and like moons and stuff. And then Sakaki's just like, "Oh, really?" And then the girl gets all flustered and it's like, "Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, whatever." And then just like runs off nervous. And then Sakaki laments out the window. She's like, "I wish she asked me to join the club," which is what mm. the girl was trying to do before she I got love all flustered. It. And we see... Sakaki. That flustered girl's just gay. Just, like, we see... I think it's, like, episode three we see. So gay for Sukaki. Just, like, all on board. Yeah. And uh, we see Sukaki walking home. And she sees... You know, just enjoying the weather and stuff. And she sees a little cat up on a wall. She's like, oh, she wants to be a veterinarian. So she likes cats. She goes up to it. And it's a little nervous because it's sleeping. It doesn't want to bother. And she goes to pet it. And it just consumes her hands. It just munches on her entire hand. And then we just <laughs> get a cut to the next day of Sukaki in class with just all of her fingers bandaged up and like half her hands wrapped up. She's like, oh, geez, what happened? And she doesn't really, she's kind of, Sukaki's kind of muttering to herself, kind of like, oh, maybe he was in a bad mood. And Chiyo has no context and just hears that and her bandaged hands is like, oh, she get into a fight? Like, kind of, you know, going off the persona of Sakaki's this big She intimidate. killed a man. <laughs> she murdered him. And Dang. on the way home that day, Sukaki uh, sees the cat again. It's like, oh, he's walking around and he's awake now, so maybe he won't be cranky. Yeah, he seems like in a better mood. Nope, still bites her. Still just haunch, munch, crunch. And that's a cat. Yeah, that's, that's what cats do. It seems like she <laughs> likes animals and cats, uh, but it seems like they don't like her. So. And then the next scene is, I just wrote down, oh god no, Tomo Takado, fuck no, fuck off. I'm just so <laughs> immediately repulsed by this character. Uh, it's this character who just introduces herself, I guess, to the audience, because she's not talking to anyone, and just like gives the like whole, like as you know Dave spiel about herself. And she says she's the hyperactive sports girl, and she just is like full of enthusiasm, running around, just a lot of energy for everything. It's like, alright, great, I... Hater. <laughs> I just called her Energy Girl. I just called her Tomo. But um, now I think we should call her Power Thirst. <laughs> <laughs> and God, Manana. energy. <laughs> so much energy. Uh, she gets to class late and runs in. It's like, oh, teacher, sorry I'm late. It's like, well, I'm late. You know what that means? I gotta punch myself. I'll stand in the hallway holding buckets. See ya. And teacher, and she slams the door, and teacher's just like, <laughs> man, I don't give a shit. 
I don't care if you're late. <laughs> just like you could have walked in. It's like I, you didn't need to draw attention to yourself like this, but okay. And we see Tomo just holding buckets outside of class, and you see like five minutes, ten minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, and she's struggling to hold the buckets. And uh, as she's struggling, she's like sees people walking by in the hallway, is like yelling out to them, like, "Hey, I like your shoes. What's going on over there? Whoa, I fell!" And we just get all of this scene from inside the classroom from the teacher's perspective, seeing her silhouette, and she's just like. God, that girl's exhausting. Like, she's so loud. <laughs> yeah, she's also so athletic. She was trying to break her previous record of, like, how long she could hold up these buckets. Yeah. And then once we're back in the classroom, Tomo's trying to challenge uh, Chiyo to everything. Because she's the new girl. She has to establish dominance, I suppose. And by everything, I mean everything. So uh, the teacher calls on Chiyo for uh, an answer, and she doesn't know it. And then Tomo runs in saying, like, hey, teacher, I also don't know it. Ha ha! It's just like, <laughs> checkmate, motherfucker. It's like, God damn it, I hate you, Tomo, so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's lunchtime, and Tomo says, like, I'm going to go on a bread run. Who wants bread? You want bread? I'm going to get you bread. It's just, like, so fucking hyped up about everything at all times. And they're just like, oh, two girls are like, oh, I'll, I'll have some bread, too. And she's like, cool. Runs off and immediately runs back with just an armful of, like, all these various breads. It's like, oh, oh okay, you were fast with that. What was my time? Yeah. We didn't time you. Yeah, the girl's like, I don't, why would I have done that? And then we're- Wanna see me run and get some bread and come right back? Wanna Wanna see see me do it again? again. How many (laughs) Spongebob references do we make per episode? Not enough. (laughs) Not enough, it's true. And then they're in gym class all of a sudden, and Tomo challenges uh, Tsukaki to a race, and- uh, as Tomo asked her, she asked her before the race to step back a few bit, like take a few inches back, because her boobs are bigger than hers, so that gives her an advantage. It's like that. Okay, that's not how this works. Uh, no, but okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Tsukaki's a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a good sport. A good sport. She does it. Yeah. Um, she steps back and just Tsukaki just blows her out of the water anyway. She, Tomo's like struggling by the end of it and barely gets over the line. And then uh, she really makes a point that she's not a loser. She's a runner-up. She, like, really hammers that home for some reason. A point of pride, I suppose. And then we get back to class. And there's a new transfer student. Oh, cool. What a twist. <laughs> Two in one episode. That's Two amazing. What a bargain. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. And Tomo makes it a point <laughs> that she's going to be the new student's arch rival. And is practicing her, like, devastated fall. Whenever, like, her rival would accuse her or say something back to her. So she's, like, falling all over to the desk for some reason. And the new student's introduced as Ayumo. Ayumo? Yeah. And she's from Osaka. Why is that important? Because everyone calls her that, and her nickname is now Osaka by everyone. And apparently Osaka... so sad. Apparently Osaka is just Japan's Texas, because they lay this accent thick in the dub. Like, they really lean into it for some fucking reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, this whole time, Tomo's kind of, like, mad at Ayuma, saying, like, oh, you're an imposter, because you're not as rowdy as people from Osaka would be, and you don't have octopus balls in your lunch like people from Osaka would be. And they're just like, this is the stereotype of Osaka. Why aren't you like this, basically? It's kind of like, uh, Ayuma's just kind of like, I, I don't know, man. I'm just me. I kind of space out from time to time. That's about it. You can't be from Texas. You're not wearing overalls and spitting tobacco. Basically. <laughs> and uh, we just see Aimo in class, kind of talking about herself and kind of getting distracted and ends up zoning out. And she's telling her, uh, no, it was a different episode. Uh, but yeah, she's kind of just spacing out. And Tomo comes up to her and asks her about the pizza meals in Osaka. And if those are true, I guess that's a thing that you eat, like pizza with rice. But since Ayuma never did, she's confused. And then that's when Toma just says, like, her name's now Osaka. Everyone just calls her Osaka from now on. And that's the ending to episode one. Okay. Poor girl. I, a lot of stuff happened, but also didn't. Sorry, a I'm looking up oh, uh, Osaka pizza. It's apparently uh, a, like a savory pancake type thing with different mm. ingredients, kind of like pizza. Hmm. Japan yeah. loves pancakes. Oh, and we get the ending. I love pancakes. Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, we get the ending, and it's just all the main characters like walking through a field of flowers, and then they turn into like chibi versions of themselves and fly up through the sky, and then pans out, and that weird orange cat thing is just watching them. It's a weird, it's a weird ending. Yeah, yep. it's 
it's a weird show. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we we get the next episode and we start to follow around Osaka as she's getting used to the school and we are introduced to her a little bit more. Uh, so we start off with her at a crosswalk, sort of uh, fantasizing about, oh, everyone in Tokyo is so patient. Everyone's waiting for the crosswalk. In Osaka, everyone just crosses whenever, and it's mayhem. And as she's thinking about this, like everyone else crosses, and she's still just standing there and misses it. Because uh, we learn that she's uh, super, du- super duper spacey. Uh, she's, uh, uh, going into class and she, uh, meets Chio-chan and, uh, she's sort of taken aback by such a smart kid being 10 years old and on the same level as everyone else. Uh, cause she is, uh, known in her old school for being spacey and not the brightest bulb. Uh, and, and we get this a little illustrated as she's uh, fumbling with the soap in the bathroom and drops her uh, handkerchief in the sink and gets it all wet. I out loud went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very physical reaction. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird because she's kind of the like sad sack character. She's the Eeyore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I don't blame her because she just started at the school and everyone's like, hey, you're a hick. She's like, oh <laughs> fuck. You're a country pumpkin. But then she also was lost in her own thought and just didn't use the crosswalk and had to wait for the next cycle. So like, yeah. So it is, checks out. It's but, true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we also are further illustrated uh, while she's paying attention to a lesson in class. And she starts just, like, slowly swaying from side to side, like, uh, looking around the room. And someone's like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, you know those eye floaters? I'm just watching those. <laughs> this is probably one of the most relatable scenes in an anime I've ever seen. <laughs> I've definitely done I don't know what this. she says in the dub, but in the sub she just goes, all right, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Weirdo. Uh, so yeah, uh, shortly after as the lesson continues... There's a uh, cockroach uh, that is running around, uh, and we... The big action sequence. Yeah. There's a cockroach, and everyone's freaking out. Yeah, Brendan always talks about the big budget fight scenes. (laughs) (laughs) This is the show. Can this classroom full of girls take on (laughs) a cockroach? Uh, So uh, we... We get the hyper girl who <laughs> leads the front of hunting this thing down, rolls up her textbook and just chases it, smacking everything and everyone in her path. Uh, and she finally gets it and then brings it up to the teacher. And he's like, hey, so I got a bug on my textbook. Uh, what do you want me to do with this? Um... These the shows where everything's so disconnected are actually the harder ones to do episodes about. Because we have yeah. to consult our notes so much because it's not a, a clear through line of a plot. It it also just feels weird because it's like, so this funny skit happened. This very visual Anyways. skit you should see. <laughs> you should really watch it. <laughs> you should have been there. These this anime audiobooks suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we, uh, we see them out at uh, gym class. Where Osaka is lamenting that she was the slowest runner at her old school. And she's like, not today. Not with this ten-year-old in this class. I'm not losing to a literal child. <laughs> and then loses to a literal a child. child. <laughs> uh, so she's feeling all dejected. And uh, they break up to play volleyball. Uh, and... Uh, Tsukaki is a volleyball champion and is just destroying, and Osaka's really looking up to her, and she's like, oh, I need to be the cool girl like that. She's she's who I'm going to latch onto and emulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they then break off into uh, groups and just practice passing the volleyball, and we got way too long of a <laughs> sequence God, it just... of uh, Chio and Osaka... <laughs> I loved just, every second of it. 
throwing the volleyball and missing and just hitting each other in the face. But they do it like eight times. And it's like, okay, this is too much. I wrote in the note, I'm like, oh, they're practicing the ball, serving the ball back and forth to each other. And they're terrible. Like, they're so fucking bad. And I stroke. I love the, they run off to get it, and the other one's like, are you okay? And she's like, yes, I'm fine. And then it just keeps happening. <laughs> They're both so bad and so dumb. <laughs> I love it. They're like, I don't watch, I don't watch a lot of TV at all, let alone anime that like makes me laugh out loud. Like I'll think something is funny, but I won't necessarily laugh. Mm-hmm. But there are things in this show that made me laugh. Wow. And this was one of them, especially when they showed, like, the panned out part, and they were much closer than I thought they were. <laughs> yeah. I, this is around the time where I was like, oh, this is the Seinfeld of anime, because it's a show about nothing. Yes. <laughs> nothing happens. There's literally That's no what point. It is. See, I was getting sort of, like, Charlie Brown Peanuts vibes of just these, like, very specific scenarios of just kids doing kid stuff and just being more school focused i suppose yeah i don't know but yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyways anyway uh so so it's lunchtime and Mm -hmm. everyone everyone's munching and crunching on their lunches uh osaka is struggling with her wobbly tray because she's so uncoordinated and unfocused uh it's taken her a while uh she has a weird fixation on, uh, she, like, very cleanly breaks apart her chopsticks and needs to show it to everyone at the table. Uh, that was so cute. But, like, she doesn't say anything. She's like, hey, Chio. Huh? Huh? Did and you guys like, not, hey, glasses. Did you guys not get, like, the uh, show note that said why? No. No. Oh, okay. So in in the subs, there were, like, show notes that, like, explain some of the jokes, like, why they're funny to, to people, like, Americans watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it pretty much just said that, like, clumsy people almost can never break their chopsticks cleanly. Oh. So, like, ah. the fact that she did it, she was like... <gasps> I'm not clumsy. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Also, with these... I'm also wondering about the quality of the show. At least the ones I watched might not have been so great. Like, it might have been even, like, fan-dubbed or subbed. Because at least the this episode I watched subbed. The subtitle font and color were terrible, and it made it actually harder to understand, especially when multiple people talked, because there's no clear way of differentiating the character's dialogue. So, Hmm. I'm skeptical, like, I feel like I might have watched a bad take on this show, so my opinion of it might be skewed Mm. a tad. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so they're, they're eating their lunches, and one of the girls has just a very spicy a red hot chili pepper croquette a lot of croquettes in anime Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not enough red hot chili peppers though (laughs) i'm surprised we didn't get any in the uh uh, digimon (laughs) 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 though flea the basis of red hot chili peppers voices donnie and the wild thornberries if we ever cover that show for some fucking reason I feel like I knew that. Deep, deep in the recesses of my mind, I knew that. Those deep Nickelodeon cuts I know so much about. (laughs) They're stuck in there. I don't know my dad's name, but I know this. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) So, uh, uh, she's uh, eating this very spicy croquette and uh, offers it up to Osaka, who is intrigued by the, like, bright red color of the inside of it. And they all warn her, oh, it's very spicy. It's, uh, there's cayenne in it. Uh, and when she didn't realize what it was, they're like, oh, yeah, it's like a foreign delicacy. Not saying it makes it extra, extra spicy, having two types of pepper in there. Yeah, uh, she, she was more saying, like, <laughs> oh, I'm not good with spicy stuff. I shouldn't have that. And the classic character is just kind of like, oh, no, it's great. It's. Got cayenne and yeah, played that up as if it was something special and clearly hinting that it wasn't spicy to make her eat it more. Mm-hmm. So uh naturally it goes poorly. Mm. What a twist. Huh. Uh and immediately she gets the spicy hiccups. Uh so <laughs> the rest of the episode basically devolves into all of them trying to get her to stop 
hiccuping. So uh, they get her a drink at a vending machine. They, like, plug her nose and ears and try all the, like, folklore remedies to uh, fix hiccups, like trying to drink it off of chopsticks. Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, The very hyperactive girl tries to do the Heimlich maneuver on her. (laughs) (laughs) Hitting her in the back, trying to get rid of it that way. Uh, uh, someone says, oh yeah, I think it's like an irregularity with your diaphragm, which is right below your lungs, which Hypergirl takes as a challenge <laughs> to punch her in the solar plexus to get her <laughs> to stop hiccuping. Oh, I don't, I don't know if you guys ever had the wind knocked out of you there, but it's, it's terrible and it just floors you for a good, like, five minutes of trying to catch your breath back. Mm-hmm. Uh, no good. Mm-mm. Doesn't work. But yeah, they they start talking about like uh even more like <laughs> uh folklore methods of like you have to pass it on to someone else, give them the curse of the hiccups. Uh and they talk about how it hasn't gone away for two hours and uh they're like, Oh yeah, go see a doctor, cause you're dying. <laughs> if you have hiccups for a day a whole day, you could die. Uh and someone very callously mentions like, oh yeah, you should get it checked out uh, since you have all those brain problems. (laughs) And she's like, motherfucker, what? (laughs) (laughs) And just like the anger of someone calling her stupid, uh, she loses the hiccups and passes them on to uh, Chio-chan, who is also uh, going through all the things. Uh, everyone's like, well, we have to start at square one since it took everything to get it to stop. So <laughs> let me punch you in the solar plexus, 10-year-old child. <laughs> See, I took this when they said, like, there might be something wrong with your brain. Like, there might be a medical issue wrong with your brain. I thought that was them trying to scare it out of her of, like, you might be yeah, fucked in the so head. Yeah, I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I would Im- I would immediately be scared. I wouldn't be insulted if someone's like, oh, yeah, your brain is fucked. I'd be like, oh, no. But it might be a translation thing. Yeah. That might yeah, be I I took it since uh, this whole episode has been her being like, yeah, I'm slow, I'm spacey, I'm I'm losing to this ten year old at a lot of stuff. So I took it as the other kids being like, hey, you suck, your brain's bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then then she falls asleep in class, and that's that's about it. Okay, but I think there's a scene in that episode that I love very much that you didn't mention. I think it was right after the hiccups. Because I have notes on it, too. Is it the, the bean knowledge scene? Yeah. Oh, well, Ooh. my subs were saying grain of truth. Oh, okay. that. Yes, I, I skipped I over that. That was very weird. <laughs> I love this part so much. No, because I think, again, so I think it was a it was a thing in the translation of me getting, like, translation notes being like, this is why this is funny. Yeah. So I guess in Japan, like, trivial knowledge is called bean knowledge. Okay. So she's trying to make a pun with Glasses Girl saying something, saying some random fact about soybeans. And so she says, yeah, you know, it's bean knowledge. And then she like stands there and like waits for the Glasses Girl to say something. And then the Glasses Girl's like, what? And she's like, <laughs> you know, it's, get it? It's soybeans. So you're, I wanted you to say, well, that's bean knowledge get it (laughs) and i was like i love it okay that makes so much more sense than the scene i watch all right in the dub they just fully retranslated that joke yeah yeah it was about like grains of rice and it being like a grain Grain of of truth. truth well i even the subbed i watched the subbed and it was still like the translated i guess script and didn't have all mm. these caveats. Because she was like wondering, like, are snails bugs? And it's like, I guess that's a grain of truth. Because grain rice are grain. And it's like, what? What? Uh? <laughs> I'm trying to remember uh, what the exact phrase is in Japanese. I know mame means bean. Mm-hmm. So it's like mame chiki or something like that. But it just was so cute. It cracked me up. <laughs> oh, we also had her, uh, Asaka, like, dreaming about, like messing with uh chio's pigtails and like when she lifts up one it goes up at the same time (laughs) and she's like oh experiment number two and she like detaches both of the pigtails 
It's like, oh, weird. And it's like, experiment number three. And Chiyo comes up. It's like, oh, I got a gift for Christmas. We're like, oh, what is it? She opens it up, and it's two more pigtails that she detaches her old ones and put new ones on. <laughs> and Asaka's just like, what it's the fuck is that? And there's like a fun mechanical click as she puts them yeah, back into like, place. <laughs> and she's like, what's happening? And that's when we see Osaka wake up, and it's like, oh, it was a dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But- uh, there were things in this episode that made me laugh. <laughs> but yeah, that's episode two. Yay! Episode three starts with Chio visiting the PE teacher, whom I never got the name of. I just wrote PE teacher. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, so she visits her like in the teacher's lounge, and she's getting her school swimsuit. Um, and then the English teacher comes in, Yukari. Yukari comes in, and she's like, "Hey, PE teacher, are we gonna go out drinking tonight?" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I just <laughs> want to get. Fucked up at that bar by the train station. It's a hey, ladies' night. Oh, hello, ten-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, I just wrote you, car coming in. It's like looking to get turned, looking to get fucked yeah. up. Um, and then the, the kind of the PE teacher is kind of like, "Hey, let's not talk about this." <laughs> hey, right can now. you fucking not? Yeah. Um, and then uh, Yukari sits down at her desk, which is a complete mess. She has no organization. And the PE teacher is like, you should clean up your desk. And Yukari is like, there's a system. Thank you. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah, let me have the dictionary back that I, that I let you borrow. And she pulls it out from the bottom of the stack. And the books are about to fall. And Chio catches them all. And they're like, oh, hell yeah, Chio, good for you. And she's like, can you help me? <laughs> um, and then they all fall on her. The poor baby. Childish and she's crumb. like, Miss Yukari, please clean up your desk. And then more stuff falls on her. And then more stuff falls on her. Um, and then um, we find out, Chio kind of finds out and tells all the other girls that uh, the PE teacher and Yukari went to high school together. They went to that high school together, which is cute. So they've known each other for a really long time. And then, as I put it in my notes, Energy Girl and Glasses Girl have also known each other for a very long time. So Energy Girl is like, oh, the secrets I know about Glasses Girl. (laughs) And she tells this story about one time Glasses Girl left some bread in her desk and it got all moldy. And then it gets stinky and gross and it had its own ecosystem. And then it cuts to, like, a few minutes later of the glasses girl telling everyone else that that wasn't true. <laughs> this whole elaborate story. It's like, oh, no, it was all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of surprised. Lies. I was kind of surprised by while <laughs> she's telling the story, we get, like, the little animation in the background of, like, these moldy alien creatures, like, dancing around and, like, causing ruckus behind her. I'm like, that's some of the better animation we've seen in this show. Like, there was, like, a lot of detail for just this, like, weird background joke. Yeah. Um, and then the girls ask the PE teacher what Yukari was like in high school. And she's like, hmm, well, I could tell you this one story. And then the English teacher starts walking by singing about a love letter. And then the PE teacher is like, never mind. So, uh, Yukari obviously has something over the PE teacher that, uh... The PE teacher doesn't want anyone knowing. She's got some dirt. She's being blackmailed. <laughs> True friends blackmail each other. True. Um, and then we cut to like some boys talking about whether they prefer Yukari or the PE teacher. And um, one of them is like, oh yeah, the PE teacher, definitely. And Yukari is right behind him and she's like, Ugh! I'm hot! (laughs) Why not me, teenage boy? (laughs) And then there's, like, a couple of girls talking about how the PE teacher is easy to talk to, and then Yukari runs up behind them and she's like, Who wants a teacher that's easy to talk to? (laughs) That's me! I'm the easy-to-talk-to teacher! And I put, haha, that's me as a teacher. (laughs) I can be your best friend. hey, (laughs) teens! How do you I do, went through what you kids? went through. <laughs> Not even like that, though. I would just be like, hey, I know what you're going through. I can help. They won't believe you because they're teens. I know. It's the rules. But I'm forcing them to. That's why I want to be a guidance counselor. <laughs> oh, that may not be a good reason to be guidance. <laughs> to force them to do 
<laughs> um, and then Yukari realizes that the PE teacher plays games with the kids. So she's like, that's why they like her. They play sports together. So Yukari, like, gathers our main cast and they go to play. Oh, no. This was a better scene than that. <laughs> They're, like, talking in the classroom and Yukari just opens the door and oh, she's yeah. like, basketball, <laughs> now! And then they're like, what? And she's like, come with me. Get in the gym. Toss the rock. Now! <laughs> um, toss the rock. Yukari um, is by far the most manic, cartoonish character out of this whole show. Like, by this, le- leaps and miles. Like This episode is so funny because it's mostly about her. Yeah. Just doing some wild shit. <laughs> um, so they're gathered in the gym. And I forget what the name of Yukari's team was. I th- oh, uh, Yukari, I thought it was just, like, team Yukari team, but then it was cool. Osaka's team had the name. The other team was called the Sea Slugs, <laughs> and and the Osaka says that. She's like, we're the Sea Slugs, and the two girls behind her are like, what? And then Osa- Osaka again is like, the Sea Slugs, and then they're like, yay. <laughs> sure. Don't you want to name it something cool or cute it. instead? She's like, Sea Slugs. Okay. I love sea slugs. Sure. Um, but so Yukari is like, haha, let's make this interesting. Whoever loses has to buy the other team drinks. And they're like, what? Can't we just play? And she's like, no, there's no fun if we're not competing for anything. Dumb teenage girls. Yukari is the shittiest person. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> She's hey, a kids, mess. let me teach you about gambling. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then they're shown playing, um, and Yukari's just holding the ball up over Chio's head, just bullying her. So mean. Like, she's like, I'm just gonna hold it up this high until they give up. You're too short, you can't touch the ball. <laughs> um, and then the PE teacher sees this happening, so she goes into the gym, and she's like, Chio, I'll tag you out, I'll play for you. And then they win. She dunks on him real hard. Well, she dunks on Yukari real hard. <laughs> It's at this point. Because at this point, it's just them competing. I was wondering, are the teachers wearing pantsuits? Like, it doesn't look... Tracksuits. That's what I thought it was. But then when I got good luck, it looked like they had, like, collars that, like, went around, like, where the zipper would be. It seemed like it was, like, a flayed collar and, like, broad shoulders. Like, it looked like a straight-up suit. Hmm. Pretty sure they were tracksuits. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um... And so uh, they lose, and Yukari has to buy the PE teacher a soda, and uh, they're out by the vending machines, and then the PE teacher is called away for some reason, and Yukari shakes up her soda, and then the PE teacher comes back, and she's like, hey, I actually have to go. You can have that soda. And Yukari's like, ha, what? And then she pauses for a minute, and then she opens the soda anyway. <laughs> Why? You Why? Know so funny. She knows what Just will happen. Wait. She did it. The comedic timing in this show really just got me. Like, some of the pauses were so long, and I was just like, I know what's going to happen, and I can't wait. <laughs> um, and then we get to see the teachers outside of school. Um, what? Teachers pe- outside of school? I know. It's like they have lives or something. It's like they're beautiful 20-somethings <laughs> living in the city. Um, Nonsense. I know. So the PE teacher is, like, in her apartment, and then there's a knock at the door, and she goes to get it, and it's Yukari, and she's like, hey, what's up? I'm gonna hang out here today. And the PE teacher is like, you never come over anymore. And then Yukari kind of looks around, she's like, yeah, they're doing construction at my apartment. And she goes over to the PE teacher's bed and just sits in it, and she's, like, poking the pillow, and she's like, this pillow's so squishy. How much was it? And then the PE teacher is like, 10,000 yen. And she says, you bourgeoisie piece of shit, get out of here. My favorite line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just so good. I, I, it's so funny. I will say that before she starts investigating the pillow, Yukari just straight up gets in the bed and like goes to sleep. It's like, all right, I'm just going to yeah, sleep she, here. Yeah, she like, starts like, falling asleep. What the fuck? It's just like, wait a minute, this pillow's weird. And that's when she starts like poking it and stuff. It's like a memory <laughs> foam. Um... Yeah, and then uh, she does, she's just like, I'm just going to test how much I like this pillow, and then she goes to sleep again, but like real asleep. Mm. And then it's like a little bit later, same day, 
uh, PE teacher is sitting on the floor reading while Yukari is just napping, which is cute. Lesbian goals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's another knock at the door. And the PE teacher has gotten a delivery from her uncle in Hokkaido. And Yukari hears Hokkaido, shoots up out of bed, runs for the package, and just starts ripping it open. And the PE teacher is like, what are you doing? And she's like, I know what Hokkaido means. It means seafood. It means crab. It means delicious food. And then she opens it. And it's a sculpture of a bear. (laughs) I like this bear. And then she's like, what the hell is this? And she's like, I don't know. My uncle sent it to me. (laughs) And then she's like, hmm. bullshit. And then she calls the PE teacher's uncle. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm going to ask him to send you something else because this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the PE teacher takes the phone from her and she's like, sorry, wrong number. I also loved that the delivery guy is just standing there watching yeah. all this. But the logo for the delivery company is the cat that was biting the girl in the first episode. Oh, just really? Just a very angry, teethed cat. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Love it. Yeah, the delivery guy is watching them fight, and he's like, I need you to sign for this. <laughs> Please let me leave. Please um, free me then- from this prison. <laughs> And then again, it's like later in the day, and they're shown just sitting on the floor of the PE teacher's apartment, and the bear is broken. And uh, they're just like, drinks? Let's go drink. (laughs) Just that Um, casual. And then, yeah, and then they're walking down the street, and the PE teacher's like, so where are we gonna go? Here or here? And then Yukari is like, oh, whatever, you're paying for it anyway. And she's like, what? And she's like, I'll get you next time. (laughs) Bullshit, I never agreed to that. And then there is this. This scene is quality. <laughs> this is a man, the high point. A blonde man with blue eyes walks up to them, and he's speaking gibberish. <laughs> and he's just like, "Huh?" And then Yukari bolts out of there, and he's just like, "Ugh." The subtitles just say blah blah blah. The same with the dub. And he is just speaking gibberish. The dub did the same thing because he's. Yeah, so he's American, and he's just speaking English at the PE teacher, who does not know how to speak English. And she's like, hold on, my friend knows how to speak English. And he's like, what? She's like, hold on. And then she's like, Yukari, what the fuck? Help me out here. And then she drags Yukari out, and they start talking to each other. And <laughs> and they're just having this conversation, and then they start laughing at her. And then she's like, what did you tell him? And then Yukari is like, yeah, he says that gym teachers in America are also stupid. <laughs> just so cool. But the whole time they're still... And the PE teacher is like, what the hell? The whole time they're still just saying blah, 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 blah. It's so good. Cracked me up. <laughs> Peak comedy. Um, and then we're showing the high school girls. They, uh, Osaka and two of them. I forget which. Is it the glasses girl and energy girl? Yeah, because they're like friends. Yeah, so they, like, meet up on the street. And then Osaka is so cute. She says something about wanting to treasure the moment. And they're like, are you moving again? And she's like, no, I just read somewhere that you should treasure every meeting that you have with your friends. And I was like, oh. (laughs) How dare you be so pure. (laughs) It's so cute. And then they're just in the middle of the sidewalk. And uh, they just start yelling, this is our chance. Just like over and over again. And then there's one of those long pauses. And then Yukari and the PE teacher are just shown. They just like walk across the screen fighting with each other. And the high school girls do not acknowledge them. And then there's another quick pause. And then they're like, well, let's go home. <laughs> um, and then Yukari and the PE teacher end up at a grill. And they're drinking and eating some food and having a nice time. And then there's just a sequence of the PE teacher teaching Yukari how to hold chopsticks because she's been holding them wrong her whole life, I guess. <laughs> and she just can't pick up her croquette. A lot of croquettes still. Um, yeah. And then Yukari gets stupid wasted. Um, and she starts talking about how she's going to marry into money. And the PE teacher is like, okay, maybe you should stop. And then she just keeps drinking. And then the PE teacher is like, all right, let's go. And she's like, she carries her out into the street and then she barfs off camera. Um, And then the PE teacher like puts Yukari's arm around her shoulders and she's like, let's go. And then the P and then Yukari is like, believe in yourself. And I'm like, (laughs) 
Hell yeah, Yukari. That seems like an average night for a teacher. At least my teachers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to watch a video you today. your teachers get drunk? Hell yeah. That's sad. I went to public school. It's cool. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a very poor public school, apparently. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's episode three. It was pretty much just about Yukari. And that tickled me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she is like the most fun character we have. Yeah. Because she's just the worst. It's also not hard to be the best character in a show when there aren't a lot of good character. <laughs> I think every character has has her perks. I was not thrilled about this show. I was very bored. I'm going to say it again. I said it before recording. I'll say it again. My name's Brendan, and I don't like to have fun. <laughs> it's not that it wasn't fun. It just fucking nothing happened. Yeah, it is yeah, hard for these. you watch Lucky Star? It's uh, hard for these, like, non-narrative, like, mumblecore sort of uh, just very loose scenes sketches. with yeah. a premise of they're all in the school. Because, yeah, it's fun and cute, but to watch it long term, like we did watching three in a row... It it just all runs together and it all blends and gets very uh, hard to talk about. Mm. Now I understand what you guys didn't like about uh, Dragon Maid. <laughs> I get it now. I liked yeah. Dragon Maid. Dude, I like Dragon. I think watching this, I retroactively like Dragon Maid a little <laughs> bit more because yes. there is more of a through line to it. <laughs> and- You're acting like you've won something, Brendan. We didn't. I didn't recommend this. <laughs> <laughs> But I I won't fight hard for it, but I just thought it was nice. Yeah, I... I don't know. I enjoyed my time with it, but I don't think I would continue. Yeah. I think it's... I think you're right, Digan. I think it's... It would be good in, like, shorter segments or snippets, especially with... Because this was made... What did we say? Like, 2004? 2004. Um, I know... I don't know if it's a recent trend, but there's been a lot more short-form animes... Um, like one, uh, I watched Senyu, which is five minutes, and then there's an opening and ending sequence too, so there's actually only like three minutes of actual content or mm-hmm. so. So there's been a few anime where it's just that are five minutes long total, like per episode, and I think this could be good, or maybe like a ten minute one, or like just a shorter segment, so we can get these sketches, you can condense them, and like, you don't have those just long, drawn out sequences of them playing volleyball for way mm. too long. And you can still get the little snippets without having to just, like, I don't know. It was it was cute, I guess, but there just was no substance, for, at least for me. So, like, maybe if you can just concentrate some of those better. And I also fully admit it might have been the dubbing and translation. As we said, Danny, you had, like, the little notes that explain things better. Um, so, the like, that whole bean knowledge bit would have been a lot funnier if I had any context for it. Hmm. Yeah, this is something I would probably, uh, since it is not sequential, this is something I could watch like a YouTube compilation, compilation, compilation of like the best moments. Because I feel like I have seen a couple just like scenes out of context that do work as standalone things. I think I saw Mm -hmm. like a truth or dare uh, sort of segment where they're playing like a weird like game but uh yeah i feel like watching the moments is good the show is uh not structured enough bit slow Mm. Uh, especially with me seeing everything like of memes and just snippets of it like kind of like the best parts of it i've seen the scene where osaka like plays with chia's hair and like it pops off and she attaches like new ones like i've seen that and i was like oh that's what this whole show is like like no that was like a very particular dream sequence that isn't like the rest of the show at least the three episodes we saw mm-hmm. so it's kind of like yeah Ooh. that that part is very like um pop team epic yeah that's kind of what i thought the I show feel was. like i feel like pop team epic is kind of um the comedy is more like adult in pop team epic pop team epic has very aggressive comedy and <laughs> yeah, i love it but this is a it's similar yeah so but yeah that was our take on it. Make your own opinion. See yeah. what you like so, about it. So thank you, AJ, for, for sharing this with us. 
At least I had a good time. <laughs> hey, I had fun too. Yeah. I had time. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Stop talking, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, talk about something else. What's going on next week? <laughs> next week, we're going to watch... Uh, it's kind of slice of life. Uh, it's actually very slice of lifey, but it's a newer show because we've been watching a lot of like decade plus shows lately. <laughs> uh, so I figured we'd bring us up to date with a uh, Netflix original. <clears throat> Excuse me, Netflix original Agrisuko. Is that you pronounce? Agrisuko. Um, yeah. And it's it's the life of a red panda office worker who is a big death metal screamo karaoke singer at night. That's the basic premise of it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. So, mm. if there's a show you would like us to watch, uh, you can send your submissions to at uh, Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram or our email, Are We There Yet at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo. I did not t- change it to DigiDayage. <laughs> <laughs> Coward. Back down. Uh, I never was going to. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real joke. <laughs> That's the real joke. It was a lie. Uh, find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is my video game podcast. And thank you to Camille Ruley for her artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for the use of our theme song, Stories, off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Bye. Watch a croquette.